Welcome to the Life on the Upcycle podcast. I'm Ashley Titus, a coffee-obsessed, cloth-diaper-loving working mother with a master's degree in environmental management. Each week, I'll be bringing you interviews from experts with tools to help your busy family live a more eco-friendly, centered life. In a world that's constantly demanding you to show up, you won't have to worry about that here. I'll do the heavy lifting. So relax and enjoy. And together, let's love Earth Day because she's the only one we've got. Welcome to the Life on the Upcycle podcast. This is episode number six. I wanted to start this episode off by speaking to the listeners that have been profoundly impacted by the coronavirus. Our thoughts and prayers are with you. Like so many of you, our local government officials have asked our city to participate in social distancing practices. We have quite a few confirmed cases of the coronavirus in our city, and the suspected cases are rising every day. Our family is participating in social distancing as much as possible, and (laughs) it has definitely been a challenge to say the least. But as a whole, I'm trying to focus on the silver lining. This episode is dedicated to the ideas that hopefully help you navigate sustainable living in a social distancing climate. I'm going to share with you how we're taking this time to learn and grow. I'll also give you tips on how to navigate the toilet paper situation just in case it persists. I'll also share a few resourceful activities you can do with your kiddos and feel free to share some of those ideas on our Facebook page too. I know everyone would really appreciate it. All right, let's dive in. If you know me in real life, you'll know I'm a huge introvert and a bit of a mess. I probably shouldn't have my own podcast. But after a lot of research, Buzzsprout made it too easy to turn down. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your shows can be online and listened in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in the show notes, let's Buzzsprout know that we sent you. Get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and help support our show. Now that you know about my biggest podcasting secret, there should be nothing to hold you back. I can't wait to see what you create. So before we get in too deep, I just want to give you a heads up that our situation at our house has changed. My child isn't in daycare anymore. He is running around the house. You will probably hear noises that I won't be able to edit out. You'll hear some giggling and potentially some screaming and some footsteps. And that's just a day in the life of a toddler. Thank you for bearing with me. We'll see how this goes. Back to the silver lining part. While my husband and I are still both working, removing social commitments has slowed down our schedule. I'm trying to take this slowdown period as an opportunity for our family to reevaluate our daily systems. I've been asking myself questions that I don't normally have time to ponder, like what eco-friendly practices have been working really well for us? Why are those working well? Can I take some of those working practices and adapt them to help the areas where things aren't working well? For instance, I've been killing it at bringing our reusable bags to the store, and I've achieved this by simply placing them by the front door or under my wallet. However, I recognize that I need a little more reminding to slow down at the grocery store and shop intentionally, which is especially difficult during these frantic grocery store shortages. 
but nonetheless, it's important. This week, I've tried tying a ribbon around my reusable bags to serve as a reminder to shop more intentionally. When I'm shopping and I see the ribbon, it will remind me to take a deep breath and try choosing the produce off the shelves that's not pre-wrapped in plastic. Purchase canned goods in glass jars, dried food in bulk, and when it comes down to two products, I'm gonna pick the one with the reusable or recyclable packaging. The words that keep swirling around to describe this current situation have been uncertain and fluid. During this uncertainty, I feel a personal civic duty to try and take the stress off of our local utilities. We're having discussions in our house about how to reduce our trash, recycling, electricity, and water use. I have a growing collection of glass jars from canned foods that I'm excited to soak the labels off of those bad boys and transform our pantry into a pretty display of beans, pastas, and flowers. Stay tuned for that Instagram picture. Hopefully it'll be as fun and as eclectic as I have pictured in my head and not look like a potential Pinterest fail. Nonetheless, I'll be sure to post the picture. I think I've probably been driving my husband a little crazy because I've been extra diligent in reducing our energy consumption. I'm constantly turning off the lights and fans, opening windows during the day. Thank goodness the temperatures have been really nice. Also too, just simply opening up the blinds so we have that natural lighting, which I think honestly too improves our mood. While I'm excited to see if my efforts are worth it at the end of the month, I'm not gonna lie. I'm also thinking about our budget. Being home more will likely increase our electricity consumption, and I would like to curve that as much as possible. Unfortunately, it sounds like we might be hanging around the house for several more weeks. So I know that focusing on organizing and making our space as comfortable as possible right now is just around the corner. It's definitely a great time to try to reduce what we have by updating my Poshmark account from the growing pile of clothes and accessories in the corner of my closet. Or also too, just donating to our local nonprofit organizations. It is so sad and disheartening right now how many industries and individuals and families have really been impacted hard from this virus. I know that every little donation can make a big difference. Okay, let's talk toilet paper. I apologize if this comes across as awkward or bizarre. If I had spoken on this topic two months ago, you would have immediately unfollowed me and probably written me off as a crazy lady. Desperate times call for desperate measures, and I think that this might be able to help a few of you out, or at least give you the comfort of knowing you have a plan B. It took us several months to find an optimal cleaning system for cloth diapering at the beginning of our cloth journey and it can easily be applied to a reusable toilet paper situation. There are cloth diapering wipes and you can find those on Etsy, which would be a great way to support a small business owner, but you can also just use what you have at home. You can cut up old towels and washcloths or dish towels. At the very beginning, we actually used diaper rags that we found at Walmart by Gerber. Over time, we've upgraded to the Etsy-like versions because they are softer and more durable. This is our system. It's super simple. We have a small lidded trash can that we keep next to the toilet that we directly place the soiled wipes in. Ideally, we spray off the soiled rags and diapers nightly. We purchased a spray splatter shield off of Amazon, and it looks like a large rectangular-shaped funnel that sits directly on top of the toilet. It came with these really neat removable clips to hold hold the rags and diapers in place over the toilet and basically it prevents any overspray. This particular splatter shield also came with a grabber so we don't even have to get our hands dirty. I'll put the link in the show notes. 
We use a sprayer that screws directly into the incoming toilet water line and it easily doubles as a bidet. We simply clip the wipes inside of the splatter shield and rinse them off with the water sprayer. Once the wipes and the diapers are rinsed, we wash them in the washing machine on two different cycles. The first cycle is a cold rinse and spin cycle. We use it without any laundry detergent. The next cycle is a hot and warm heavy duty cycle. And I use about one ounce of a laundry detergent called Unicorn Clean. It's environmentally friendly and biodegradable. I found it online. I've included that link in the show notes too. The only thing that I don't particularly like about the detergent is that it comes in plastic packaging but it is available in bulk for one gallon and it'll last us about six months at a time. I've seen some really cool new products on Instagram and Facebook touting zero waste packaging. I haven't personally used those, so I'm not sure how well they work on heavily soiled materials. If you found a product that you love, please share it with us. The Life on the Upcycle Facebook page and Instagram links are both available in the show notes below. Hi, I'm so sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to make sure that you knew that we were also on social media. You can find us at Facebook and Instagram on Life on the Upcycle. Within Facebook, we have an awesome community group. It'd be awesome if you started a conversation within the community. There, you can post questions, give suggestions for things that you've implemented into your house to help other busy families. And lastly, have you followed this podcast? It would be awesome if you would. That way, you'll get updates on the newest episodes. Let's dive back in. Now is definitely a great time to research something new. I've been researching local CSA groups, or spelled out that's community-supported agriculture. We have several small local farms that aren't able to sell their produce through their typical channels. Normally, we visit those on Saturday mornings at the farmer's market. It's so important to try to support these businesses if you can. There are also food delivery options such as Green Earth Organics for our Dublin listeners or Imperfect Foods or even a little bit more stress-less way would be Some Basket if you live in the United States. There are lots of great meal delivery services, but I can only personally vouch for those two. Other fun things that you could try might be gardening, composting, or installing a rain barrel. We've had to get a little resourceful with our son. He normally attends a wonderful Montessori school three days a week. My child is a huge extrovert. So our self-quarantining has been especially tough on him, and he's too little to fully grasp why he can't see his friends and family or visit the local playground. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. For us, this has been the hardest part of this challenge. I've tried to get resourceful to help him through it. One fun activity we're currently working on is collecting resources to help our local birds with nesting materials. On the Instagram and Facebook pages, I reposted a picture from my brown new of a kitchen whisk full of dog hair, twigs, and leaves. I love this activity and it's turned into a fun scavenger hunt. Check it out on our Facebook and Insta. With the picture, I've included a list of the should and shouldn't things that you should leave out for the birds. The shouldn't list includes human hair and laundry lint. Crazy fact, so human hair is actually too fine and it could potentially hurt a bird's leg. And laundry lint potentially has chemicals in it and also keeps the nest a little too wet. A great activity for older kids is to help them make their own hand sanitizer from an aloe vera plant. Infinite Succulents Facebook page has a really great easy how-to video listed. Next week, we'll be making homemade Play-Doh and making cards for a local nursing home that isn't allowed visitors right now. There's also lots of fun, wonderful crafts that can be made out of recyclables that I've seen online that we're excited to test out. I mentioned in the beginning of the show that my husband and I are pulling in our normal work hours. With that being said, we've definitely had to make some adjustments and let go of some of our norms. For example, on the weekends, we typically cook almost every meal. We've had to adopt an easier lunch plan. Today, it looked like cheese and crackers and grapes. 
Another example is I'm not throwing a fit over my son changing into his pajamas every night. If we didn't go on a walk outside, then it's just really not worth the battle right now. And that's perfectly okay. We'll get back to our regular routine soon enough. Please extend yourself some of the same grace. If you only hear one thing from this episode, I hope you take this away with you. Above all else, reiterate kindness. Make sure that you're filling up your cup and taking care of your physical and mental health. And then allow that love to flow over to the others around you. I'll say this, yesterday was rough. I was trying to juggle everything. My child was just chaotic and I felt like my husband and my son were just building off of each other and just going wild. All I wanted to do was to get outside and take a walk, but that wasn't happening. So I was at my breaking point. I grabbed the car keys. I looked at my husband and just said, I have to go for a drive. Please do those things. It was so important for me mentally. I came back five minutes later after getting gas and felt completely refreshed and renewed. If you're able to do things like that, even just walking outside, walking off your back patio or your porch or your balcony, take that second for yourself. Things will be okay for 10 minutes. A great way to take care of yourself is just by completing something that you've been putting off. One of my favorite quotes is from Eleanor Roosevelt. Do one thing every day that scares you. Have you done your taxes? (laughs) Those kind of scare me. That's definitely something I'll be doing this weekend. Paint that bathroom you've been neglecting. Maybe you could learn a new instrument or a language. Last weekend, I finally sat down and put together the Life on the Upcycle website. If you have a spare second, I would greatly appreciate it if you'd visit it. You can find this episode show notes there, and you can also sign up for our email newsletter. That address is lifeontheupcycle.com. It has been incredible to see all of the fitness avenues that have become available over the last few weeks. Take advantage of it. How amazing is it that you can try out a new local fitness class from the comforts of your own home? We went for a walk tonight in one of our city parks, and it was so refreshing to see all the family spending time together without their cell phones. I'll admit, sometimes I'm one of those people. Is it crazy that even considering canceling our app show subscriptions? Maybe I should wait one more week before we go cold turkey. That might be a little rash, but I really enjoy just spending more quality time with my guys. Many homes in our city have actually been placing bears in their front windows to allow neighborhood kids to participate in a bear hunt. It's been so heartwarming to see strangers showing up for each other. This would be a great time to share some of your sustainable tips or even an extra reusable bag with a neighbor or family member. I've been delightfully surprised that this awful situation has created an atmosphere more accepting of environmentally sustainable practices. Let's start brainstorming ways that we can keep this momentum going. If you personally know a healthcare worker, try to show them some love. You could send a text, even write a hand-lettered note. Maybe even send a meal or, or groceries would be really helpful. I think the last thing on their minds is having to fight for food after helping the sick for 12 hours. If you're listening and you're a healthcare worker yourself or in the healthcare field, thank you from the very bottom of my heart. I don't know how you do what you do, but I am so glad that you do. Please, everyone, don't forget to give yourselves and each other grace. It's a stressful time. I'll leave you with a quote from the Dalai Lama. Fear, hatred, and suspicion narrow your mind. Compassion opens it. Let's all have open minds. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, let's love Earth Big because she's the only one we've got.